Welcome to the haunt. Hello. The paranormal hotspot for all things spooky. I'm Brick. I'm Shisha. Happy October. This is our first episode <laughs> in October. What comes October 4th? Yes. So. It's spooky season it's officially. Spooky season. My son just turned five. It's a great time. How exciting. Also struggling. <laughs> <laughs> but we don't got Talk no, about it. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so if you weren't here for our last episode, um last week. Last week. I um was looking up some really scary stuff to start out the first episode in October. Mm-hmm. <sighs> <laughs> We've both been feeling it. But then <laughs> um spooky shit has been happening and i have uh what we said that but i'm having a spiritual awakening or i'm becoming more mm-hmm. open or something mm-hmm. either way um i started seeing a lot of shadow people nothing bad i'm not crazy um none of it like i mean you are crazy but in a different way okay, thank you. um the shadow <laughs> people are not threatening not to me, That's at least. Good. They don't feel threatening. They feel very just curious yeah. as to who this newly more awakening person is. So they're just kind of surrounding me. Yeah. Um, There was one that was chilling with us. Brick uh, could not see no. the shadow figure, but I could see the shadow figure. <laughs> They were not mean. They were chilling with us last, you know, while we're Just recording this. But also, you saw it in the place where you always feel something. Yes. They're so, like, like, it could just be the same person, right? But they're finally just showing themselves. Right. Or I'm finally able to see them because mm-hmm. I have opened my third eye more, you know? It might be a little more open, yeah. Yeah, and so it could be the same person. I'm not currently sitting where they normally are chilling. Um, I don't feel them. Right now, well, that's they good. might, but they never always, they never like pop up right when we start. They gotta no, come they in a little in bit later. Yeah, recording. So we'll see if they decide. Should we give him a name? Is it a him? I feel like it's a him. I don't feel male or female energy oh, as okay. of right now, so I don't know if it's a him or okay. a, a girl. I have no idea. I don't know. I so, feel like it's a him. So if you were, well, let's give it a unisex name then. Okay. Until we figure out if, if till you know, the energy shows itself. Let's name it Alex. Alex? I don't know. Okay. That was the first unisex name that popped in my head. <laughs> I dig it. Okay. All right, Alex. cool. Alex. Um, so I was trying, I was like, I wanted it to be real spooky, real whatever, real scary, because it's the first episode of October. Spooky season. Spooky season. <laughs> I've been invested in spooky season since the middle of August. We've but... been we've been working on spooky season since the middle of August. Yes. And it's finally here. It is. And <clears throat> if you did if you're just finding us now, we're doing thirteen nights days of Halloween. Yes. So we've been recording stuff since 
the yes. middle of August. Hopefully you don't get sick of us by November. Because <laughs> by the end, you will hear us every single day. The last 13 days in October, Thanks. we will have a new episode for every you. Every day. How <laughs> crazy. And so I was looking things up, and I just got overwhelming sensation of don't do that right now. And I will say, whilst I was doing research as well, I also got that feeling. <laughs> right. And so, like, so here we are. <laughs> yeah, there's just, I don't know. There's weird stuff in the air. There's something going on. So today I am not talking about anything haunted or paranormal. I decided that we're going to go on Reddit. To r slash scary stories. Okay, there's some pretty creepy stories on Reddit, though. I know. And I'm like, you know what? I'm not going to proofread these. I'm just going to... We're both going to... Okay. We're both going to be shocked. I'm going to be reading... This may end with me in tears, but let's continue. (laughs) I'm going to be reading some scary stories that just start off October. Okay, fine. We'll read some scary stories, and then, you know, we'll get... I'll do... Yeah. If the energy is vibing right. I'll do a really spooky. To be fair, the one that I just found. Um, oh, oh, it, okay. Something in it, it just by the title, there's already something in it that I don't like. Oh gosh. <laughs> like I said, it's a very real possibility this might end with me in tears. Well, it goes The Clown of Oak Ridge, a nightmarish okay, no. Halloween tale. Disgusting. <laughs> So, and it was posted 16 hours ago. So like oh, I said, I'm fresh. Not, I'm, I literally just opened up the Reddit our scary story thread, and we're going to find All right, cool. some scary shit. Cool. You're moving your microphone a lot, and I feel like that's going to sound weird. <laughs> and fine, cool. Yeah. The town of Oak Ridge had always been a quiet place, but it had its share of eerie rumors. One particular legend that circulated was about the old Manson house, a decrepit building that had been abandoned for years. The most unsettling tale was that a clown was of a clown who was said to roam the decaying halls. Most of us dismissed it as mere gossip, a way to infuse excitement into the mundane. After all, how could there possibly be a clown in that place? Disgusting actually disgusting <laughs> like we both hate clowns well and here's the thing too if there's a story that there's a clown in the place just good. leave it at that like you don't need to investigate <laughs> it you don't need to know anything more about it you don't need to question if it's real you the just clown hype the creepy clown hype that. of 2016 disgusting had me terrified to look out my window <laughs> at night <laughs> it was the night before halloween and my friends and i were in high spirits quite literally Armed with eggs, we embarked on our annual gate night mayhem, targeting unsuspected houses. We'd already made quite a mess when we turned our attention to the looming Manson house. Why are they going to be egging this house? You know eggs ruin your paint if you don't get it off right away. Well, that's why people egg houses. I know. Hey, my mischievous friends piped up. Pointing at the dark silhouette of the house. What if we go inside and see if the clown is real? Nope, let's not do that. Never investigate. Nope. 
Initially, we all chuckled and refused, but the idea lingered. Why not, we thought, go inside and egg the place afterwards. So with foolish curiosity guiding us, we sought an entry point. We found it in the form of a broken window, basement window, an eerie gateway into the unknown. I don't like basements. Nope. So. Oh, this is, I, nope, don't like this. <laughs> Entering the basement was like stepping into a world of decay and decay Ew. alone. The pungent odor of mold enveloped us. Okay. The darkness seemed tangible. As we cautiously explored, we stumbled upon a room hold that up, hold stood up, hold out. Hold up, hold up. You're, you sneak into this house that <laughs> smells like decay and you just decide, yeah, we're going to continue to investigate. Correct. Like, I'd be out of there. So I got, you, as soon as I got one whiff of that, I'd be gone. You know, that's fair. Mold's not good <laughs> for your lungs, people. No. <laughs> um, as we, curio- as we, curio- as well, we cautiously... Exp- what's, what decay, happened? that's like dead body smell, right? Or animal. Which is a dead body. Just or, not a human or, body. Or plants. Just a dead smell, right? Or like, plants. I don't want to find a dead anything. I'd be more okay with a dead animal than a dead person. Well, obviously. (laughs) (laughs) Um, As we cautiously explored, we stumbled upon a room that stood out from the rest. An oasis of neatness and chaos. We took refuge there, hoping to catch our breath and muster the courage to proceed. No, just proceed out of the house, my dude. Correct. This is not okay. If it's... (laughs) neat and everything else isn't yeah that's what i said that means probably somebody's been there well it's very (laughs) much at odds like i just you don't like this that's when we heard it a sinister clown-like laugh echoing through the desolate hallways the unsettling sound sent shivers down our spines and our hearts raced before we could react the unmistakable sound of hurried footsteps reached our ears growing louder with every passing second. I'm getting anxious. Disgusting. (laughs) Despite our initial reluctance, our teenage curiosity got the better of us. We made the impulsive decision to follow the eerie laughter and the unseen figure it belonged to. It was a choice we would soon come to regret. Okay, that's the choice you regret. (laughs) There's a lot of really bad choices leading up to this point. Just saying. (laughs) We eventually arrived at what appeared to be a makeshift church. Rows of pews stretched out before Hold on. us. Is this church inside this house? I'm assuming so. Okay. Leading our gaze to a massive mural above the pulpit. Pupil? Pulpit? P U L P I T? Yeah, pulpit. Okay. The room was chillingly silent, save for our own anxious breaths. Listen, silence to me is more terrifying than darkness. 100%. (laughs) As I sat in the main chair on the stage, clowning around to lighten the mood, I suddenly froze. My eyes were drawn to a grotesque sight. A man, disheveled and Mm -mm. homeless looking. Mm -mm. His face smeared with dirty clown makeup, lurking in the shadows. We collectively gasped. As our voices stolen by shock and terror. This actually sounds horrifying. So the clown-like figure 
didn't waste a moment. He unleashed a piercing scream, one that cut through the eerie silence and chilled us to the bone. His wild eyes locked onto each of us, in turn, sending an electrifying jolt of fear coursing through our veins. I'm stressed. <laughs> Panic took over and we screamed to escape. The clown-like man darted towards a door behind him, presumably to pursue us. However, we were already sprinting towards the nearest exit. Fear lent wings to our feet and we burst out of the Manson house faster than we had entered. In the safety of, our, of the night air, we panted, trembling with terror of what we had just experienced. As we caught our breath, the same thought weighed on all our minds. What would that deranged man have done to us if we had caught if he had caught one of us. To this day, I still find myself haunted by the nightmarish encounter in the Manson house. I wonder if the clown still lurks in its decaying depths, waiting for another group of curious teenagers to stumble upon his sinister lair, or if our presence had driven him away, vanishing into the darkness once more. I, to make myself feel a lot better about that story, I'm going to pretend that this deranged clown <laughs> is a hired security guard. <laughs> and these are the extremes he went to <laughs> to keep people out of this house. <laughs> and that's the story that I'm telling myself in my mind. <laughs> All right. We're going <laughs> to find... Another story. Woohoo! We should maybe one time do, because uh, the YouTube channel Watcher, I like what they do. Yeah. They have um, I forget what it's called, but they have a segment on their channel where they tell a story, and then at the end you have to guess if it's oh, real it's or really fake. Oh, it's really not. Yes, yeah. I do like that. Um, that um. That yeah. little I think it's oh it's called Are You Afraid? Yes, yes, I do like that one as well. Yeah, I think that's a cool idea. Cause there are some truly unbelievable true stories out there. Yeah, the one the ones that are like true, I don't ever You don't read or you don't I don't I don't like imagine that they're true. Oh I see. <laughs> it yeah. kind of throws me yeah. off. Oh, yeah. All right. I found another one. It's called A Man in the Attic, which this terrifies me because I have an attic. Is this like... That's like the worst fear. story, and I'm pretty sure this is like something that actually happened, but there's a lot of other stories that I think were based off this like true event of someone living inside the walls of someone else's house. Mm-hmm. And they didn't know. Yeah. And that to me is horrifying. Well, there is a video uh, that someone caught because they're like stuff was being moved around in their house and like stuff was like, disappearing, being moved around so that they know that they bought for certain things mm-hmm. would be gone. Mm-hmm. So they put up a camera and they saw someone climbing out of like their attic. Stop. This makes and me want someone, to just cry. And someone was like living in their attic. I hate that. <laughs> and, they got and that's not even like that, like creepy, because it's not like 
they're doing any harm. Yeah. But it's just like horrifying to think that How did you get in there and I didn't notice? House. And I didn't notice. And you come out at night while I'm sleeping. Well, it's just horrifying to think you're sharing the same energy space with this unknown person that yeah. you don't even know right. that they're there. Yeah. Like that to me is That's horrifying. Terrifying. It's terrifying. Yeah. All right. A man in the attic. Cool. At an old beige farmhouse in the country in the country lived Rosary and her husband, Guard. I'm sorry, their names are Rosary and Guard? Rosie and Guard. Okay, sure. Both expected <laughs> their son, Stephen, and his wife, Laura, to visit them. I'm sure Rosary and Guard named their child St Stephen. That's such a, <laughs> a generic name for people named Rosary and Guard. Rosie cleaned up the house and prepared the upstairs bedroom so that their guests would be able to sleep peacefully and have some privacy. After having dinner together and catching up with minor chit-chat, the visiting couple excused themselves and settled in the upstairs for the night. Laura could not sleep well that night. She glanced over at her husband who was already sleeping peacefully. She was envious of how he could fall asleep so easily. Well, also, he's at his childhood home, well, presumably. Presumably, yeah. So. Out of the corner of her eyes, she could have sworn that she saw someone move in the room's shadows. No, I hate this. No one else was with them. Laura knew that it could not have been the man who was hurt at the sawmill before Stephen was born. Wait, what? There was a man who was hurt at the sawmill before Stephen was born. She knew it couldn't be that person. I, I'm assuming she thought it was a ghost. Okay. Right? That's, that's probably what I'm going to assume, too, which is why I was like, wait a minute, that makes no sense. And it's not the guy who was presumably killed at the sawmill. Right. Laura was about to wake her husband when it floated no. over towards them and stared down. She closed her eyes, trying to pretend that she was asleep. Even with her eyes closed, it did not go away. Instead, the shadow lay across her and Stephen's legs no preventing them from moving disgusting laura did her best to sleep and eventually she was able to i'm sorry there's Could someone there's someone never there's someone laying across your legs and you just still pretend to be asleep and just do nothing like oh what when morning came her husband was the first to wake fully rested while laura herself was tired and anxious everything okay laura Stephen, I know your folks have a ghost, but it's the, but is the attic haunted too? Stephen looked at her confused. Not that I'm aware. Laura nodded and rubbed her arms as a chill ran through her. Last night, there was a shadow in the corner of the room. Her eyes looked at the spot where she had seen it last night. It walked over and laid across our legs. Her husband looked to her looked to where she was looking and squinted his eyes. Are you sure it wasn't just sleep paralysis? Laura shook her head. She knew it was not sleep paralysis. The shadow she had seen was very real. At breakfast, Laura decided to ask her in-laws if they knew anything about it. A man in the attic guard uh, pondered, I believe a doctor used to live here before I bought the house. It may be him or a patient he lost. Okay, but why would a patient he lost be there unless he worked out of his home? Did he work out of his home? Because if so, that place is hella haunted. That's Everywhere. probably what it was. All over. <laughs> That's, yeah. 
That would explain the masculine energy she felt upstairs. Laura turned to her husband, who was surprised to hear this only to confirm last night. So how long have you two known about it? Stephen asked his parents. Well, it all started with the stairs. Rosie looked towards the living room where the set of stairs led to the second floor. We hear footsteps walk up and down. Up and down, guard explained. The door wouldn't open, but there would be footsteps overheard as if someone was stomping around, Rosie added. Laura's husband was quiet. He lived there. He had lived there his entire life and never knew anything about it. Now suddenly his enti his now suddenly this entity decided to make himself known from here on out. It would continue to do it every time they would come to visit. So this entity has some weird connection with Stephen and Laura. With the, I think... Because um, they're saying nothing happens unless they're there. Yeah, or like he makes himself Ew. extra known to them when they're there. So I wonder if it's just like... Um... Oh, I don't know why this made me think of this story, but have you ever seen the show A Haunting Of? It's with, um, oh, what's her name? That one psychic medium... The Haunting Of? Yes. And so what it is, is basically there's another show where uh, I think it's called like Celebrity Haunting or something like that. Uh -huh. Where celebrities would go on and tell a story of like a time that they had a weird ghost encounter. Okay. And then A Haunting Of was kind of a follow-up of that. Where oh, the psychic okay. medium would meet up with the celebrity. They would go back to this place and she would explain like what really went on. Mm. And so <laughs> there was an episode of that with Billy Ray Cyrus <laughs> and it was an old okay, like <laughs> it was an old like civil war home that he would drive by all the time because he just loved it yeah and he drove out there one night with his daughter Noah and they were there he kind of just parked the car to look at it and it was nighttime so it was, yeah, dark. it was dark and they both saw this like bright ghostly figure walk out of the house no, the and not. just stare at them <laughs> <laughs> and so so that's the story that he tells on you know the celebrity ghost stories or whatever uh -huh. it's called i don't remember what that show's called so um kim russo i think that's her name psychic that name medium. sounds familiar yeah she's a psychic medium i think that's who it is kim russo i love her but uh, so she and Billy Ray Cyrus go back to this house and the story that she comes up with is this man who was a soldier uh -huh. was his brother in a previous life. Billy Ray's brother. Yes, in a, life. in a previous life and could not understand why his brother looked different. No, it wasn't because he didn't even notice that his brother looked different. Oh, okay. he, right, he just recognized the soul and was uh -huh. like, "You're my brother," and like <laughs> this spirit couldn't recognize that it wasn't his brother, right? Because they. Oh, okay, yeah. So yeah. like, <laughs> that's why he had like this experience. That's why he showed himself to him because it's like it's oh. my brother. <laughs> yeah, I'm like that is insane and crazy, but I think souls do have connections, and I think. That can 100%. that can provoke hauntings. That's crazy, right? That's actually crazy, That's really right? Cool. Right? You have to watch that. It's a great Find show. It I watch it. Love that show. It's not on anymore, but I oh, it was so good. 
I'm trying to remember what channel it was on. <laughs> I don't know. I think they have some episodes on YouTube, actually. Oh, okay. I think that's where I saw a bunch of them. Oh, okay. We'll have to find it. Yeah. I found another story. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, I went off on a tangent. No, you're good. My dad has been acting strange lately. I think my grandpa's death might be the reason why. Oh, oh. Is this a true story or a... It's in the same thread. Okay, so... Scary stories. Okay. My grandma, my grandpa passed away about four months ago. My grandpa was an interesting guy, to say the least. He always told me stories when I was younger. Not normal stories a grandpa would tell his grandchild. Stories of a man who managed to gain immortality. I always thought of it as something strange, but when I asked my dad about it, he played it off as my grandpa being a senile old man. <laughs> What's that, that vampire, Jacques? What's his name? Huh? The one in New Orleans. Oh, um, Jacques. Why is Saint it Saint something? It's not Saint, Saint something, but it's uh, I don't what know. Is it? I can't can't remember now. I know <laughs> we went to record that like, a while ago, but yeah, it'll come out later. Yeah, you'll hear it during our thirteen days of Halloween. Yes, you will about vampires. <laughs> Um, one night about four months ago, he had called my dad to go visit him. He specifically asked for just him to come and no one else. My dad did what he asked and visited him that night alone. That same night, my grandpa passed away. My dad didn't come home till late at night. When my dad returned home, he was drunk. My dad isn't the type of person to get drunk. He occasionally has alcohol, but never to the point where he gets drunk. Originally, I brushed it off as him drinking because he was he was upset his father just passed away. However, when I looked closer at my father, he seemed almost happy, like he had accomplished some goal. Well, I kept a close eye on my dad for the next few months. Suddenly, my dad was drinking black coffee, and before he would always... Poured, he always poured milk and sugar into it. He was now Is he reading. Possessed by his dead father. <laughs> he was now reading books in his free time when before he primarily liked to play video games. None of it was making any sense. One day I peeked into my dad's room and caught him reading the old book about immortality my grandpa used to read to me. I thought this was strange, mainly because my dad never liked that book. He always made remarks about it whenever my grandpa would read it to me. I actually kind of really like this story. This is very intriguing to me. My dad saw me peeking through the door. He immediately screamed at me to get away. I did as I was told. When I went back to my room, I decided to do some investigating. My grandpa never read the entire book to me. There was two specific chapters he purposely skipped over. I wanted to know what secrets those chapters held. I found out... Wait, hold on. I snuck in when my dad went to work. What I found out has changed my entire life. Chapter 5 and Chapter 6 were the chapters he never let me read. Chapter 5 starts off with the main character of the book coming across a man in distress. The man... The main character offers to help him, but in return, he wants something from him. The man offers him knowledge of a scroll that contains the power of immortality. He's taken up on the deal, and at the end of the chapter, he finds out where it is. 
In chapter six, he finds the scroll and finds the missing piece of immortality he was searching for. In order to become effectively immortal, you need create a bloodline. The concept that was to transplant your mind and soul into someone else's body, effectively switching bodies with them so long as their blood as their blood related. There was there were weird symbols at the end of the chapter while each one taking up an entire page. I guess this was his way of hiding the scroll in plain sight. I put the book back and ran back to my room, terrified. The man living with me and my mother is no longer my dad. The book looks ancient, Wait. like it could date back hundreds of years. He didn't find immortality. Rather, he's been stealing the lives of his descendants for centuries. I need to get out of this house as soon as possible, or I'll be the next life he steals. So, don't have kids. <laughs> Um, we're, let's not try to find immortality. Thank you very much. <laughs> it, we're not meant for immortality, guys. We sure aren't. <laughs> no, ma'am. Be a little depressing to live forever. Oh, this one could be interesting. Oh, it's a long. Oh, long. Ooh. Okay, this is this is the, the title. I used to work in a factory owned by the cartel. I got the fuck out of there. <laughs> this doesn't sound like ghost related but this sounds horrifying I used to work in a factory in sure in Mexico <laughs> that, was... <laughs> that was a money laundering operation for one of the cartels okay I kept my head down why did they hire you I don't know okay anyway, sorry. Continue. <laughs> I kept my head down then the money laundering expanded to torture. <laughs> they bring in a new employee, always dressed in the same clothes assigned, assign him to the boiler room, and that afternoon there'd be loud music banging and screams <laughs> that we'd Excuse never me. see him again. Workplace accident. So, who are they hiring? Are they hiring people who owe them money, being like, here... That this is how you can pay us back, and then instead of having them work for him, they just torture him and kill him? That's probably what happens. Okay, fine. Yeah, okay. Don't accept a job by the cartel, folks. <laughs> Words <Where's> of <the> wisdom. <laughs> I knew a guy who did cleanup for that. Cool. He'd tell us stories about, uh, about planes. About what? Planes? F L A Y I N G S. Flayings. Flayings. So, like, you know what flaying is? Oh! Flayings <laughs> <laughs> and, severed, and severed limbs. Voltages. Voltages and famished rats. How they'd sometimes make the guy. The guys yeah, you eat parts of themselves. Oh. Or make. Carvings from bones, from broken bones sticking out of their bodies. That's horrifying. Or else waterboard them in tubs of their own bodily fluids. Okay, remember when I said that this Jesus, episode very he... easily might end in tears? Jesus, he'd make us throw up sometimes. 
Well, that's the least of your worries. The next day, I go to work and have trouble concentrating, imagining what else fucking went on there. One morning, about a dozen barrels showed up at the loading dock. We thought they were chemicals, so we unloaded them, rolled them in, and no, no, no. rolled them in. A friend of mine popped one of the lids, and there okay, I have were liquefied people inside. Traders, oh. witnesses, who, no. who the hell knows? And the smell, the goddamn smell. So I have a question. Yeah. What is this? cover like what's the front is it like a because like there's got to be a reason for them to be rolling in chemicals just said factory I don't know. just a factory, a factory. okay well that's okay <laughs> the smell the goddamn smell i'll never forget it like it's burned into my nostrils mm-hmm. next time they brought in a new employee they sat him down in the cafeteria and slid a big old thermos in front of him. Made him pour it himself, then no. drink the no. homemade soup. No, I can't. No. All of it. No. All one and a half quarts. I'd never seen a man gag so much. And when he couldn't, just couldn't do it anymore, they beat him in the head with the thermos. He was dented and purple by the time he finished with human dripping down his face. Okay, this is actually like very upsetting. <laughs> this is oh, wow. Okay. Okay. All right. Okay. Okay. I can't walk past Do a Rhine barrel. On a suburban fucking American street without getting the shakes. But that's why I did it. To make enough to pay a coyote to get me the hell out of Mexico. You can't imagine the anxiety of working there. The fear. Every day, every sound. Regular employees disappeared sometimes too. Maybe they'd seen too much. Maybe they'd, maybe they'd try to steal. It was tempting. God, was it tempting. You'd peek into a room and see mountains of cash on the table. No one around, just sitting there. But you have to be a fucking idiot to take it because they always knew. So I walked on by. I'm telling you all this because I want you to know how frayed my nerves were. The constant stress stretched me like a guitar string but it also made me yeah, sharp dude that took years off your life i was attuned to every detail of that godforsaken place head down but eyes looking everywhere i was a good employee i was an excellent observer i'm not making any of this shit up i was working after hours one night when the lights in the factory suddenly went out no warning panic yep, i'm gone but not nearly enough. Men with guns made slow rounds back and forth across the factory floor, but no one said a word. I knew the factory had backup generators, yet no one turned them on. We all just ex- exited there in the exit. Exited, yeah. There in the deep, dark heat of the Mexican summer dusk. I knew something was up. The gunmen. The gunman's boots beat up. 
slaughtering rhythm into the stagnant air. I was... Ooh, this person's a writer. For real. <laughs> I was reclining against one of the machines when I saw him in the distance, dressed in a... X-I-C-O-L-L-I. -L -L that must be a Mexican word. Must be. Or a Spanish word, sorry. <laughs> His face painted in glowing yellow and green and with colored feathers woven into his hair he was oh that's a bird oh okay the exotel okay i don't know how to say it but it's a yeah it's a really colorful bird he was an anacronism a-n-a-c-r-o-n-i-s-m sure an Aztec priest hurried along by guards towards a pair of stairs leading below the factory floor. One of the bosses was alongside too, which meant that whoever this Aztec was, he was important. The boss didn't usually visit this place. For some reason, I don't understand even how I moved casually from the machine and followed them through the gloom. Already I could hear the Aztec speak words. I didn't recognize intoning and repeating them as he walked and I imagined his eyes rolling backwards into his head then appearing so through the holes Latin. in the back of his skull That's slither slithering through his long black hair staring at me right at me yeah this dude's a real writer the Aztec was smoking a pipe and the vapors must have gotten to me they all went down the stairs. I waited, covered in sweat. A few minutes later, after making sure I wouldn't be seen, I followed. It was dark down there. The energy, the emergency lights were off, and only brightness followed flowed from the end of the long hall that had been partially excavated out of rock. Making my way through the hall, I noticed that the rough walls were covered in smears of blood, handprint, handprints, stickiness gross i considered turning back but i heard a scraping mm -mm. i heard a scraping somewhere in the dying light behind me and that's and the fear of being found drove me forward even as the intensity of the oncoming light increased i approached the end of the hall with commute culminated in the vast underground chamber, in the middle of which the Aztec, the boss, and several guards stood at the rim of a large porter-like opening in the earth. The Aztec Ew. had raised his arms. I don't like this. He was chanting every few syllables he'd reach into the pouch, pull out what looked like a bone, and toss it into the opening. One of the op on the opposite side of the opening was the dark uh it was the dark of the tunnel from which emerged one after another five cement trucks their engines rumbling their drums turning one by one they backed towards the opening extended their dis their discharge chute and expelled the pink decaying contents of their mechanical bowels slowly the human sludge flowed i 
Okay, this is all. Once all five trucks had been emptied, they disappeared into the tunnel. The gunk re reached almost to the rim of the opening and bubbling like a gently simmering soup. And as the bubbles burst, they made sounds like those said by the Aztec, who was the only one not shielding his face from the unbearable stench. The boss and the guards looked like looked on the cusp of puking. I mean, yeah. Until one I'm of them, on the cusp of puking. <laughs> until one of them did into the bubbling mess, which summoned the puke with a low, disgusting moan. Things arose now out of the mess. Trees of muscles and tendons erupting and dissolving columns of bones imploding into white dust. Pus pulsating masses of indescribable vileness. Mm -hmm. Whose... Wow, this is... <laughs> continued long after they themselves turned into liquid, arose and returned, became an un... The guard lifted their weapons, shaking wildly sweat from their face. This is so Tranquil unnecessarily... Tranquilio. The boss hissed. Ew. It was then the Aztec spoke the only word I understood, roared it at the bubbling liquid whose surface deformed into ripples and lapped at the rim at the guard the boss who instinctively backed away as the word filled the chamber yeah this is like so unnecessarily i'm so sorry that i cannot read these no, spanish you words know what i am a little relieved because this is horrifying <laughs> m-i-t m-i-c-t-l-a-n-t-e-c-u-h-t-l-i i have no picture of what that looks like and cannot tell you how it's pronounced. It is definitely not English. Okay. And I apologize. Out of the death mirror, out of the misamas of decaying humanity from a time ancient and before he became and before he came Aztec god of the underworld. Tremendous figures of bone wrapped in cascading flesh with a glowing skeletal head whose permanently open jaw threatened to consume us all. Just, just you know, your regular old One of... summoning a demon. <laughs> One of the guards stood screaming. Another turn ran. And Michelachi reached out and grabbed him, squeezed him until the guard popped and pushed the resulting organs goop into himself not through his mouth but through his body and by the same amount he grew Kamarti fucking doms, 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 yeah. the screaming guard started sh the screaming guard started shooting but the bullets merely sunk into this thing with a repulsive nope Oh, I can't. <laughs> wow, this is great. The Aztec <laughs> had stripped naked and was holding out his arms as if waiting to be taken and added to, to the god of the underworld. 
which make a lot chewy. Mm-hmm. We'll just call him Nick. Oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the Aztec disappeared, chanting. The boss had taken off had taken off with the remaining guards heading for the tunnel down which the cement trucks had gone. As for me, I hugged the side of the carnivorous fucking hall, <laughs> not caring about the blood falling down the side, not caring that the hall itself was becoming softer and warmer, <gasps> not noticing that everything was beginning to pulse, Light from no source to flicker on and off and on and off. Mikalachi interrupt, interrupted erupted out of the opening, landing with a sickening splash just behind the fleeing boss and guards. For a moment, he stood in his full glory, divine in his construction, his construction of smooth, yellowed bone over which he draped. Resemblant, resemblant, I don't know. Cloth of dead anatomy. Except the cloths were ever in motion, flowing. And so the god of the underworld loomed as he. Okay, this person has a horrifying imagination. This is crazy. This is crazy. (laughs) Oh my god. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Where Underwood loomed as he oasis fountain disgoring non and forever the dread essence of humanity. For the first time I understood that true meaning of awe. I was horrified. I craved to worship. I could imagine why the cartel wished to bring such a monstrous deity back from wherever the hell the Spanish had trapped him. With a weapon he could be. To have him on your side was to be victorious. The cartel could have marched against the U.S. fucking army and won. But now, could the fools believe they would keep control? How how could they ever believe that? So, you know, I was listening to a Catholic priest talk about demons earlier today. Yeah. Just because, you know, that's my life now. <laughs> and, uh... <laughs> He was saying that uh, he believes a lot of drug cartels mm-hmm. will ask demons. Oh to, yeah, I believe it. Yeah, to make their drugs more addictive. I believe it. And so a lot of these drugs come with demons. And this is kind of reminding me of that because it sounds like they take this little demon guy to help them. Yeah. Sell their drugs. I and believe this that. This is just oh, disgusting. I can't. With the spread of Haggard, Michelachi. Haggard. Haggard. Haggard is different than Haggard. So Haggard is Haggard. Yeah, Haggard. That's a word. It means like run down. Okay. Michelachi lunged forward on hands and knees after the boss and guards, who'd run desperately into the into the blackness of the tunnel, seeking safety they knew they'd never find, and passing through the gaping darkness. He took it with him, then gunshots, then screams, then nothing except the fleeing up the same up the same hall that I had become, fleeing without looking back, barely aware 
the hall was no longer a hall excavated out of rock, but an organic tube, an intestine throbbing, secreting, constricting, so that when I reached the stairs, I scrambled up and thought and out through an orifice before falling wet. I feel sick. And bloody onto the factory floor. I actually feel sick. <laughs> the lights were still out. It was quiet. Empty. Because you have to be a fucking idiot to take it, right? Still wheezing, I round the corner to where the counting rooms were. One of the doors was unlocked. Cash on the table. Guy on a chair. Before he could raise an arm, I smashed his face. Then beat him unconscious before dumping the money into a duffel bag and getting the fuck out of there dead of night factory to parked car avoiding street lights engines on engine on deep breath deep breath phone call to a cousin who knows a guy i have the cash tonight years later here i am in america land of the fucking free big house in the suburbs big tits on my big dumb american wife Big cars, big Mac, big lifestyle. I have no, to live big, big because I know what's fucking coming. It's not the cartel. It's not climate change or economic collapse. It's the underworld. Literally about to get real. It's earth getting gutted and us drowning in its spilled guts. It's not even Michelacci. It's that's t That terrifies me. Although that motherfucker fucking terrifies me a lot. It's the boss. The idiots who bring bring demons into the world thinking they can keep them on a leash. Live life, amigos, because soon it's coming to a dead fucking end. Oh, that one was intense. I did. There was so much unnecessary description that just made me feel very sick, which I suppose was the point of it. But, but like that was disgusting. <laughs> yeah disgusting I, that one was a lot I'm it, not even gonna lie that one really had me it was not what I was expecting it to be not at all what are we at but yeah it was definitely a lot 44 okay. 54 with the 10 minutes before okay I think that's it I maybe we'll do more of these yeah that was kind of fun that was a fun one some scary stories yeah. that last one I listen, that's gonna haunt me. <laughs> that one was intense, bro. That's actually gonna haunt oh me. Oh my god. Oof. Well, well sweet. Welcome to the best time of year, October. Wow. Well, Alright. We'll see you next week. We'll see you next time. <laughs>